What's up, everybody? You're listening to Checking for Jesus, where I try to decode biblical principles from the random happenings in my life. I'm your host, Crystal Meanwhile, and every Wednesday, I'll tell you a story about something that made me say, Jesus, is that you? I promise you're going to laugh and learn at the same time. If we all get better at recognizing Jesus in the details of our lives, we become more sensitive to his presence and ultimately more inclined to do what he says. So, Crystal, meanwhile, what are we talking about today? What's up, everybody? Today we're talking about vulnerabilities. The evolution of technology has seen computers that used to fill a room now fit in the back pocket of our jeans. According to an article posted earlier this month on techjury.net, we, you, me, all of us using devices, created 2.5 quintillion petabytes daily in 2020. Not millions, billions, or trillions, but there are 18 zeros in quintillion. Good Lord, that's a lot of data. With all that data flying around, you better believe the tech companies monitor their software and systems for vulnerabilities like 24-7. When your operating system or your Android or your iOS detects a vulnerability, they notify you of an available update. And if you really want to get the details on what they found, you could check the change log and it'll tell you all the enhancements and fixes that are included with that particular update. Sometimes the updates are necessary because some other technology is updated. For example, if Apple releases a software update, the software applications or the apps on your phone, even your internet browser, will require an update because the environment around it changed. And now you've got to update it so that it's compatible with the new environment. A lot of the times, the updates will require you to quit the app. If you're like, hey, you can't update it, you got to quit it. You can't update it while it's running. And the major, major updates will require you to restart your computer before they take effect. These updates are necessary because they either better protect all of that quintillion data bytes or it enhances your hardware's performance, makes the app run more efficiently, offers better protection against whatever vulnerabilities were detected or whatever bugs need a fixing. This process of having to update is familiar to us. And so we do it. It's like, you know, part of our lives now. You just update, 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 check for updates, update, update. Put a pin right there. I'm going somewhere with this. And before I get there, I got to let you into the last two weeks of my life. Okay, y'all with me? Here we go. My family has been on an emotional roller coaster with two family members fighting for their lives. It was a day by day. I'm glued to my phone looking for updates in the family chat. Some days were full of hope. Things were on the up and up. Some were very bleak. And every day, prayers are going up in the chat. Two emotional roller coasters. At the same time, I was on a third emotional roller coaster with my middle school age daughter. Any parent that's been through this experience of having a middle schooler, especially a girl, knows that the struggle can be very real. <laughs> that middle school is not a joke. We were at such odds that we were saying the fewest words possible just to coexist. Okay, like real talk, real talk. This past weekend, we lost both family members, my grandpa on Saturday and my uncle on Sunday. And it was a very heavy weekend. 
Anybody that knows me knows I don't break too easily. Like my whole mantra in life was to never give anybody the satisfaction of knowing that they hurt my feelings. Like I would be extremely hard pressed to come up off some tears. If you go back and ask a couple of exes, they will probably agree. <laughs> anyway, I carried that mantra into parenting. Like I didn't want my kids to see me cry. So I cried at night. You know, parenthood is hard. Single parenthood is a little harder. And in a lot of ways, I felt like I needed to be, you know, super mom. And part of that was maintaining a strong front. So fast forward to Sunday. I'm at home doing laundry and I plop down on the step and I just lose it. You know, like I just start bawling my eyes out like the ugly cry. You know, I'm screaming, but I'm hoarse. So I sound like a crying and barking seal. I just I have a moment and my middle schooler immediately embraces me. She forgot how upset she was, and she didn't care about the words that we had. She just saw me hurting, and she put her arms around me, and it reminded me of the power of vulnerability. Brene Brown, a renowned author of a book called Daring Greatly, great book, you should read it if you haven't, defines vulnerability as uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. She goes on to say vulnerability is our most accurate measure of courage. In order to connect technological vulnerability with our emotional vulnerability, we got to go to the Bible. <laughs> so let's do that. All right. In 2 Chronicles chapter 16, you'll find one of my favorite verses in the Bible. But in order to understand verse 9, you got to read verse 8. Here's a little context as to what's happening. So there's a seer named Hanani. He's reminding King Asa of how he got victory in previous battles. So here we go in verse 8. Don't you remember what happened to the Ethiopians and the Libyans and their vast army with all their chariots and charioteers? At that time, you relied on the Lord and he handed them over to you. Verse 9. The eyes of the Lord Search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. What a fool you've been. From now on, you will be at war. King Asa is at this place where he's won a couple of victories. He's not showing reliance on God anymore. Hanani's like, hold fast. You don't remember when you was in that last battle where you relied on God and God gave him to you in victory? A lot of people, when they quote verse 9, they only quote the first part. They very, very rarely include the last two sentences. What a fool you've been from now on, you'll be at war. The truth is, as believers, we put up a strong front. Like the whole, I can't have a moment of weakness. I can't break in front of my kids. I can't break in front of the world. I can't let them know that they got to me. Sometimes we equate vulnerability to lacking faith. And we're just too sanctified to not have faith. And God doesn't look at our vulnerability as a lack of faith. Our vulnerabilities require updates. It's a reminder that we need an update from God. Technological vulnerabilities are not bad. They just happen because technology evolves. Us as a body of believers, being vulnerable happens. It's necessary. Why? Because life changes and God needs us to recognize our own vulnerabilities so that in that same moment we recognize we need an update from him. First takeaway, receive the software update by way of being vulnerable. God gave us vulnerabilities so we could rely on him to provide our needs, to enhance our performance, to give us added protection 
so that we can sustain our faith. When you feel vulnerable, look to God. Ask him for a software update. God, this weekend just got heavy. I need peace. I need comfort. Second takeaway, run the updates. Our moments of vulnerability show up sometimes because the conditions around us have changed. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe there's an unexpected pregnancy. Money was already tight. Babies are expensive. There was an entire global pandemic. There was a major change in our living conditions. God, I need a new word. I need more money. I need a new modus operandi. I need to run it so I can be refreshed. I need you to polish up this helmet, relace these sandals. I need an upgraded armor, God. Beyonce's upgrading got nothing on God's upgrade, you understand? When he gives it to you, run the update. Take hold of it. His yoke is easy. Meditate on that word day and night. Number three, make sure you take the time you need to reboot. Just like the tech companies monitor their systems 24-7 for vulnerabilities, that's exactly what God is saying in Second Chronicles. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth. Some translations say to and fro, looking to strengthen those whose hearts who are fully committed to him. He's talking about strengthening the believers. He's looking for the vulnerable believers to fortify, to enhance, to protect. Have your moment. Be vulnerable. Receive the word. and Take some quiet time to just reboot to regroup your thoughts, to apply that faith, to apply that word so that you can properly sort through all those emotions, all those changes, so that you can face the day. God, I need daily bread. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You need to reboot. If you don't, if for some crazy reason you refuse to acknowledge your vulnerability, You are the fool at the end of that verse. You will be at war. You will be all over the place. You will not have peace. And who wants to live like that? (laughs) Shoot. The world is already full of trouble. Who in the world wants to add to that? Not I. Not I, says Crystal. Uh-uh. I'm good. (laughs) No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Whether the conditions around you change or whether God has detected bugs or glitches or vulnerabilities within you, God is faithful to provide an update. (laughs) God is faithful to provide an update. And all I'm trying to tell you today, run the updates. I'm checking for Jesus or nah. I hope you all laughed and learned something today from this episode of Checking for Jesus. I want to hear about the random happenings in your life that's got you wondering, Jesus, is that you? Get in my DM on the gram at Checking for Jesus or visit CheckingForJesus.com. If you like this episode, show some love in the ratings, tap the subscribe button, and put some wings on my hashtag, Checking for Jesus. Thank you for pushing play, and until next time, keep Check, check, check. Check it for Jesus.